Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, and especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices to be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had men and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Pray on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer. Because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects, vast and cool and unsympathetic, 
regarded our planet with envious eyes. Perception is the key, and the heart yeah. is the solution. Heart perception will change everything. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. And you're listening to The Secret Teachings Radio on The Fringe FM. If you'd like to contact the show, you can email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. Find us on social media at facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings. And access our website by searching www.thesecretteachings.info where you can find our full show archive and more. Top news stories, my books, our montages, all at www.thesecretteachings.info. You'll also find all the show promos. Every post on the homepage of the website will have a new week, and in each one of those weeks you'll find a promo picture for that night's show Monday through Friday at the same time each night right here on The Fringe. You can also go to fringe.fm or thefringe.fm. You can download the Fringe FM application for free and listen to the Fringe FM 24 hours a day. There are also some other radio shows, including The Secret Teachings, that are on demand play on the Fringe FM application. And again, you can download that for free. Last night, I got a lot of feedback from the show. This morning, I picked up some emails and saw some comments on Facebook. And I thought it was a clever show title and uh, a clever show idea. And the idea was... There's this old cartoon slash live action show for kids on Nickelodeon. It's called Blue's Clues. And uh, the whole idea is that this, it teaches kids about things, you know, life things, uh, maybe numbers. And it's just a fun little show for kids. But in the show, the, uh, the dog, there's a dog in the show that wants the, his owner, I guess he's the owner. He wants his owner to try to guess what he wants to do when he wants to play a game or have something to eat. So he puts a paw print on things that he wants you to to uh, put together and determine, you know, what does the dog want to do with, you know, this this bowl and this, you know, box of cereal and this jug of milk. He wants to have a bowl of cereal. And it's it's a really obvious show because it's for kids. And uh, kids kind of participate in the show. And I, I've always used that as an analogy for what's going on in the real world. In the sense that last night I called the show Gates's Clues. Bill Gates. Gates's Clues. What clues did Gates leave behind? Well, Gates left a big trail of clues behind. He owns all of, more than anybody else, all, all of this farmland in the United States, a quarter million acres. And on that farmland, you could grow a lot of crops. You could grow a lot of crops that oh, I don't know, could be genetically modified. And Bill Gates also happens to own half a million plus shares in Monsanto Bayer, along with having major investments in other biotechnology companies. Bill Gates also just happens to have major investments in fake meat, which can be produced through the genetically modified crops that he has investments in that can be grown on the land that he owns. And one may wonder why Bill Gates the other day was promoting about 48 hours ago, 72 hours ago, Bill Gates was promoting and telling all these rich countries, including the United States, you need to eat 
less meat. You need to eat more synthetic meat. Well, for those who are untrained on the subject and who don't follow the clues, they might not realize, well, Bill Gates has major investment in that and all the things that it takes from land to the resources to get up to making this fake meat. That's one level of it. Then you might ask, well, how did Bill Gates acquire all that land? Is it just the money? You know, one transaction was $171 million for some acreage that I think it was in Washington State he purchased. That's a lot of money. You're not buying that just to buy it. If you were really buying it as a philanthropist to help people, maybe you would help farmers pay off their debts so they could continue to produce food. Maybe you'd help small businesses to stay open during a so-called pandemic that you and your foundation, along with the World Economic Forum and Johns Hopkins University and so many others, have been instrumental in making false or misleading predictions that have led probably otherwise, maybe they're neutral, maybe they're corrupt, maybe they're good, politicians to issue lockdown orders to shut down small businesses while allowing Lowe's and Home Depot and Walmart and Target to stay open as if they have any power to do that anyway. So Bill Gates has left behind a a number of clues as per what his motivations truly are. And if we follow those clues, we can determine who Bill Gates really is and what Bill Gates really wants to do. We did that last night on the show. It is in our archive at thesecretteachings.info in our new Captivate archive on the website. It's a little easier to uh, navigate once you log into the Secret Teachings website. But Bill Gates also said something that I found very interesting. Not only has he become this this health czar with his funding directly of the World Health Organization, and when the president, Donald Trump, of the U.S. pulled the funding from the World Health Organization, Bill Gates became the top funder. And now that Biden has put the U.S. back into the World Health Organization as a funder, uh, Bill Gates, as far as I understand, is probably second place for funding the WHO. He's also a major funder of the U.S. Centers for Disease Control. And when you own such an incredible portion and control such an incredible portion of media and pharmaceutical companies, etc., etc., I find it becomes a conflict of interest when you own those companies, when you have investments in fake meat, and you tell people to save the world, eat the fake meat that I own, and to save the human beings that people like my father and I, eugenicists, want to kill as useless eaters, you need to take the vaccine that I also have a major stake in at the creepy foundation that I run. So there's a huge conflict of interest. And I've said for legal reasons... Like, if, if it ever came down to a Nuremberg-style trial, you couldn't really go after people like Bill Gates in the same way in a, in, a, in a global court or something of that nature because people like Bill Gates, they tell you what they're doing. He gets on national television and says, hey, look, we're going to kill 700,000 people with these vaccines, and then he laughs about it. There's video of it. It's unbelievable. Really, truly unbelievable. But he said that the problem with... Texas and the power outages and the snowstorms and uh, the, the few people have died and a lot of people have been going through um, terrible extreme conditions. I mean, it's, it's freezing here in western New York. It's like zero degrees every morning when I get in my car and it snowed again last night and uh, I can't imagine not having heat 
um, when I first moved here to Western New York to be with my son, I had a, a, a bedroom that had three walls on the outside and it was like 50 degrees in my room all the time, no matter how high you turned up the heat. So I can't imagine what people are going through in Texas. I know we have a lot of listeners in Texas as well. So I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about you and I can't imagine what it's like not to have power, especially in the middle of a seemingly bizarre winter storm that has been so severe. And we're going to get into that tonight. We're going to talk about that tonight. A lot of people have been proposing theories on why it snowed in Texas and why there's so much snow and why the power is out and all these things. I kind of get tired of the conspiracies. I get tired of every time something happens that we can document, that we can see, there's a conspiracy behind it, right? Like the power goes out because somebody was drunk driving and hit 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 a power pole, right? And suddenly the power went out because the Illuminati are being rounded up by the White Hats. It's every time something visible happens, well, that's evidence that this other secret thing is going on. And I think that's the result of people wanting to believe a little bit too much in certain things. And I think it's also part of a counterintelligence operation to really dig out people in society who have a brain that doesn't necessarily accept what it's told, a brain that wants to think freely, a mind that wants to philosophize and think and and critically analyze things. So that's just how you target people, and that's how you isolate these groups based on belief systems of flat earth or the QAnon garbage. And then you can target those groups, and they'll tell you there's going to be mass arrests, and there are mass arrests. They're just happening of Q supporters. It's just one big counterintelligence operation. You're supposed to trust the plan, right? And that's just like the 1920s Bolshevik operation called Operation Trust, where they used the counterintelligence operation to find people that didn't like the Communist Party, and they went after them. So Bill Gates has said that what's happening in Texas is not because of what the governor said was the responsible issue, uh, that it was a failure of renewable energies like wind. Bill Gates said, no, it's because of natural gas. And so there's some weird, like, political, social media feud between the governor of Texas and Bill Gates. First of all, get out of our heads. Bill, Why does Bill Gates have any pull at all? Is it because of the money? Or is it because of, of who he is, really, who Bill Gates is? Like, what is the reason this guy can, can just, like, with, because of money, he's on the news every night telling you what he's going to do to you. So that I thought was bizarre. And as we went through that last night, I I kept thinking about the storms in Texas, and I kept thinking about, I mentioned the, the solar winds hack last night, which was discovered back in December. And I read an article last night, and I read it again today from The Verge, that the White House is saying 100 companies were hit by the solar winds attack or the solar winds hack and they 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 think that there are a lot more that are going to be uh, found to have been affected by this this hack that uh there are literally just hundreds of businesses hundreds of of agencies from what I've read that have been affected by this hack now the hack was discovered back in December of 2020. You don't hear much about this. 
mean, it is in the news if you pay attention to like printed news or published news online. But the the hack was of Solar Winds. Now, if you don't know what Solar Winds is, it is a software IT company that's based in, wait for it, Austin, Texas. And the hack exposed not only a vulnerability in uh, civilian government networks and the limitations of those networks to detect threats, it also exposed loads of private information. In fact, Microsoft was saying today that there have been um, no abuses yet of the information that had been stolen, but that uh, there, there were, they, they suggest there have been thousands of people that were involved in, uh, in the hack and that they had downloaded a number of uh, bits of data from Microsoft and they had access to Microsoft uh, source code for three different products. That's in the news today. So this is a big hack. And although they've not identified officially who's responsible for this hack, officials have said that it's likely, this is a quote, likely Russian. So they have no evidence officially for what or who is responsible, but they say, oh, no, it's, it's definitely the Russians that did this. That they ha- and what they did was that whoever did it got access to data uh, and emails of at least nine government agencies and about 100 private companies with the full extent of the hack yet to be either determined, found out, or uh, acknowledged to the public. I'm sure that there's there's a lot more information than the public has been uh, has been made aware of, but nevertheless, hundred private companies, nine government agencies. Uh, overall, I mean, we could be talking about virtually every system ha- having been uh, compromised as a result of this hack. So I didn't know much about Solar Winds, and I went and I did a little reading today, and I saw this this report about the 100 companies and the federal agencies that were affected and how they really they just can't seem to figure out who was behind it, but they, they think the Russians did it. Now, I don't buy that for a couple of reasons. One, everything is the Russians. I mean, this is like a Cold War mentality. I, I don't understand why the Russians want to destroy the United States, according to some people, yet the Chinese government that has open hostilities, expressed open hostilities against the West, is a country that can do no wrong. That's a little bit suspicious to me, especially considering how I can see, I can read like at least an article a day that just comes up in a news feed that'll tell me like what China thinks of the U.S. inauguration, what China thinks of the U.S.'s policy on masks. It's like, why do I give a damn what China thinks about anything? I mean, hell, for that matter, why do I give a damn what Russia thinks about anything? You know, can you imagine that in the news? What Vladimir Putin thinks of the mask mandate? What Vladimir Putin thinks of, you know, the, 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 the Texas power outage? But that's, that was in the news today. What the Chinese think of the power outage in, in Texas? In fact, the China, uh, China's foreign ministry said that the, the, the winter storm that hit Texas this week had reinforced the belief among Chinese citizens that their country is, quote, on the right path. The foreign ministry spokeswoman Hu Xuying 
made the comments in response to a question from a state media journalist on calls by Western countries for an investigation into alleged human rights abuses in its Xinjiang region. Now, this doesn't make any sense to me. This is the same kind of nonsense PR that, that any country or any business uses. They ask this woman, what is your response to Western countries calling for an investigation into human rights abuses? Her response is very lengthy because you have to deflect from the, the question. Her response just repeated China's denial of the abuse, which was particularly of Muslims in the region, and said, well, Australia, Canada, and the U.S. also have histories of genocide, so it's okay if China does it. So you say, we didn't abuse Muslims, but, but if we did, it's okay because other countries have done it too. I mean, that's very suspicious. But in that same sentence, she says, quote, not to be wanting of food or clothing, not to be hungry or cold. This is the fundamental human right that is the most real. In the meantime, in Texas, millions of people found themselves caught in the terrible situation of not having electricity and heating a home. A few tens of thousands even lost their lives because of this. Or a few, few, a few tens of people, rather, lost their lives because of this. This gave the Chinese people a deeper appreciation for what is the real human right and made us believe more strongly that China is on the right path. We are fully confident about our future. Now, I don't know about you, but that kind of seems to me like something I'd see in like a mob movie. You know, like you clearly are guilty of something. You clearly are responsible for something. You're clearly threatening somebody. But then you speak in that that code, like we may or may not have to break your legs. You know, I'm not saying we did or didn't or we're thinking about it or not thinking about it. China's like, well, you know, what's happening in Texas, that's really bad. But, you know, if you just did what China wanted you to do, maybe this wouldn't happen. It just seems very suspicious. So the Chinese foreign ministry has made these comments about Texas. Bill Gates has made these comments about Texas in, in a different regard. And we have, in the last 24 hours, the White House telling us that 100 companies were hit by the solar winds attack, including federal agencies, and that Joe Biden is going to take executive action to address the solar winds breach. Now, what's interesting, among so many things that are interesting, what's interesting about the White House saying they're going to take executive action on the solar winds breach is that Joe Biden revoked the Trump administration's executive orders that suspended foreign countries that pose a national security threat, i.e. China, from participating in any part of our critical infrastructure, or the U.S. economy for that matter, especially relating to bulk power. The, the Trump's, uh, Trump's uh, presidential order prohibited, quote, any acquisition, importation, transfer, transfer, or installation of bulk power system, electrical equipment, by any person or with respect to any property to which a foreign country or a national, therefore, has any interest that poses an undue risk to the bulk power system, the security or resiliency of U.S. critical infrastructure, or of the U.S. economy, or U.S. national security, or the security and safety of U.S. persons. So, like Trump or not, Trump's decision to bar countries like China from interfering in our economy directly and 
particularly in critical infrastructure, was revoked by Joe Biden just a few weeks after it was announced that there was this huge solar winds breach. They can't openly tell you who was responsible, but they direct your attention to the Russians because the Russians want you to keep foreign countries out of the power grid. That's a Russian conspiracy. So you revoke that order. You have the revelations of the hack coming out of of how many agencies and companies were affected. And then you say from the White House, we're going to issue an executive order to take action on the solar winds breach. Now, while that's happening... A keen observer would note that the SolarWinds company is located in Texas. A keen observer would recognize that the Chinese foreign ministry, besides acting like pimps, have said what's happening in Texas is horrible and it's wonderful that we have human rights here in China and we're on the right path. Uh, We're very confident about our future. I don't know. Something about that seems bizarre, considering the connections from, from, from Joe Biden's son to China and from the removal of an executive order or multiple executive orders that would prevent national security uh, breaches by not allowing foreign countries to access our power grid like that's something bizarre. So you revoke that and then say, don't worry, we're going to get on fixing it. It just sounds very backwards to me. It doesn't sound, doesn't sound right. There's something very suspicious here. And if you want to top that all off with a, with a cherry on top, there's a study conducted by the U.S. National Science Foundation. Okay? I got a copy of this from 2019. And in that study, get this, in the study published earlier this year, it found that, quote, cloud seeding can boost snowfall across a wide area if the atmospheric conditions are favorable. Now, if you take that information, which I learned from reading a CNN article with the headline, China to expand weather modification program to cover area larger than India. You can go back and read China is launching weather control machines across an area the size of Alaska, Forbes Magazine, 2018. And another 2020 article, has China mastered weather modification and should we worry? This is mainstream news. And I've got a copy of the report in front of me pertaining to how cloud seeding can boost snowfall. I'll let you figure that one out. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Stay with us. Don't go anywhere. This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. Hey there, it's Ryan Gable, host of The Secret Teachings, right here on The Fringe FM, Monday through Friday. As we move from the month of Janus into the month of Imbolc, traditionally a time of ritual cleansing. The Secret Teachings is offering a special deal to help you clear the cobwebs out of your mind. With a one-year subscription to the show, access to all of the montages, all of my digital books, and a free copy of one of my books in physical form with free shipping in the United States and autographed if you'd like. 
Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe today by donating $40 through PayPal. Your support keeps us on air and helps to support the Fringe FM as a network. It also hopefully helps you to expand your consciousness and perceptions of the world through The Secret Teachings. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe today by donating $40 through PayPal. That's thesecretteachings.info and rdgable at yahoo.com. Alex Exum. My name is Alex Exum, and you're listening to The Fringe FM. So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Have you ever questioned the nature of your reality, of your reality, of your reality? Do you question the nature of your reality? Join me, host Jess Rogie of The Rogie Report, as we find out more about the strange reality we live in. Here on The Fringe FM, KTLK Digital Broadcasting. This is Kev Baker of The Kev Baker Show. You can find me at Truth Frequency Radio. Or on my home website, www.kevbakershow.com. And you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. The truth is out there. And so are we. KTLK. Digital Broadcasting. The Fringe FM. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com. And you're listening to... The Secret Teachings, excellent shows. Keep listening with your host, Ryan Gable. You're listening to The Fringe FM, where the wheel of the year turns from Yule to Letha, Ostara to Maybon. This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. This is David Icke, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. It's time you got acquainted with the real hard truth. This is Michael Strange from Troubled Minds. Did you hear that scientists recently discovered radio waves coming from Proxima Centauri? Well, I cannot confirm nor deny we are broadcasting from that neck of the woods. You are listening to KTLK, The Fringe FM. Hi there, I'm Ryan Gable, host of The Secret Teachings radio show right here on The Fringe FM. On The Secret Teachings, we cover parapsychology, pop conspiracy, magic myth, health, and more. You can catch The Secret Teachings Monday through Friday after Joe Roop and Lighting the Void right here on The Fringe FM. For more information, you can visit our website at www.thesecretteachings.info. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. 
and you're listening to The Secret Teachings Radio on The Fringe FM. The White House now says 100 companies were hit by the SolarWinds hack attack, multiple federal agencies, over 250 roughly federal agencies and businesses were reported to have been infected. Officials are not entirely sure if those businesses were all affected, but this was a major, major security breach. And for those of you who don't really know what SolarWinds is, I had to look it up myself to learn the details of it. It's basically a Texas-based software company that, because of this hack, has exposed the incredible vulnerabilities in civilian government networks and apparently the inability of those networks to detect these types of threats. The hack was discovered back in December of 2020. You didn't hear a lot about this, and officials have not confirmed who or what is behind the attack, but they they say, they suggest, they think, well, the Russians did it, right? They said that they had unfettered access to data and email of at least nine government agencies and about 100 private companies. The full extent of the compromise is still unknown. Now, you might think, that's kind of a boring subject. Why are you talking about cyber attacks on the secret teachings? What, what does that have to do with the secret teachings? What, well, just stay with me, okay? We have this huge cyber attack called Solar Winds. Now, let's put the pieces to this together. Let's follow the clues. The White House and President Biden want to take executive action to address the Solar Winds breach. An article from The Hill on the 17th of February said President Biden will soon take executive action in response to the alleged Russian hack of at least nine federal agencies, according to a White House official. The official spearheading the intelligence community's review of the SolarWinds breach said that the executive action will address, quote, gaps in federal government cybersecurity identified in the review. Now, there were a lot of stories that I'm pretty sure have been suppressed about driverless and self-driving cars, right? And these driverless and self-driving cars, the driverless cars were the cars in which you couldn't drive. The self-driving cars are the cars you could still drive, but they drove themselves. And you could read these stories from Wired Magazine and The Guardian and others about how people could hack into these cars with their cell phone and how dangerous it was. And you've also perhaps read stories about security companies for your computer, virus uh, 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 antivirus software companies, that have been caught manufacturing the very viruses that their software has been manufactured to fight, right? So going back to the cars, companies that have found vulnerabilities in their systems have offered updates to the users to supposedly make the system more secure. Well, now the White House is saying we need to make the federal government cybersecurity a more secure branch of the government. We need to focus more on cybersecurity. We need to make sure our systems are secure so things like solar winds don't happen again. Now that is something that would it just sounds good like sure we need more money 
invested in cybersecurity. We need better protections against things like solar winds. And for a lot of people, that's where they stop having any consideration or any concern for these stories. It's like, okay, that's a good thing, right? How could I, how could I find anything odd about that? They want to amplify and bolster cybersecurity. Well, the first thing is, all they've done is dump some money into cybersecurity. They've just dumped money. They haven't, there's nothing else has been done. They've just dumped more, more money, more money, more money. That'll solve the problem. And while they're setting money aside to fight cyber attacks, one may find it curious that President Biden's executive order that revoked the international permit for the Keystone XL pipeline, which, by the way, was already built, so now they're just going to transport it on carbon-emitting trains and trucks. It also revoked climate and energy-focused executive orders of the Trump administration and suspended for 90 days Trump's executive order 13920 of May 1st, 2020. Do you know the name of that executive order? Probably not. I didn't know the name of it. I'd look it up. Securing the United States bulk power system. The Trump order sought to ban, replace, and set up new criteria on bulk power system electric equipment coming from foreign countries or countries that pose a national security threat. So let me try to understand this. The White House says this solar winds breach is horrific. We need to do something about this. We're going to sign executive orders to fix it. We're going to move money around to fix it, to prevent this from happening again. That all sounds great. But when you look at what they're actually doing, they're just funneling money into what amounts to probably just black holes of bureaucracy. And the only thing they've done actively is suspend an executive order of the previous president that worked to secure the bulk power system, and work to secure the grid against cyber attacks, against direct manipulation from foreign countries that pose a national security threat. So somebody please try to explain that to me without using political mumbo-jumbo. I don't give a damn what President Trump or President Biden did. I'm asking this question. If the White House wants to secure the grid and they want to secure with more money, more financing, more executive orders, the government through better cybersecurity, why is it they've revoked an executive order that would secure the bulk power system, among other things? Please explain that to me logically. Okay, so now that we have that understood, major cyber attack, there are protections in place to prevent foreign countries from interfering in our power grid and other things. The executive order to prevent that was revoked by the current administration that then wants to dump money into cybersecurity while simultaneously removing the barriers that would otherwise protect our critical infrastructure like our power grid. So that doesn't really make any sense to anybody who thinks or anybody who has you know, an ability to think without political bias. But one has to wonder why, as that happens, and we're witnessing one of the worst winter storms in the state of Texas, 
and there is limited to no power. And officials in Texas have said if they didn't have rolling blackouts, that the power grid could have collapsed entirely in Texas, or at the very minimal, it would have collapsed for months, and you would have had no power in Texas. This is just you know mainline reports that I'm reading. I'm just putting this together. And so as Texans are going through a, a horrific period from what otherwise would be termed a natural disaster, the Chinese government and the China foreign ministry and a spokeswoman for this foreign ministry, Hu Xuanying, said that what's happening in Texas has given the Chinese people a deeper appreciation for what is the real human right and made us believe more strongly that China is on the right path. We are fully confident about our future. So with the solar winds breach, you have people saying, oh, it's the Russians. The, the officials in the White House are saying it's the Russians did it. Meanwhile, they revoke an executive order that would protect the power grid, particularly from the Chinese, and then say, we're going to move money around to secure the grid and ensure better cybersecurity while removing the barriers that would prevent these kinds of hacks and these kinds of attacks and opening the back door, hell, opening the front door and all the windows to let countries like China step in and directly control the power grid and other critical infrastructure. To me, that's what looks like is happening. Now, if you want to go further, one may find it more than interesting that SolarWinds, the software company, is based in Texas. One may perhaps find it interesting that the same day Bill Gates says we need to eat more synthetic meat, of which he has major investments in, of which he has major investments in the types of crops through genetic engineering that would be used to make that fake meat, and for which he is growing those genetically modified crops on all the land he owns, which is more than anybody else now, a quarter million acres. One wonders... If it's just interesting that Texas just so happens to be, it's just a total coincidence, like the largest agricultural state in the country in terms of cattle and raising cattle. So if I were to consider the possibility that there are things such as, let's call them conspiracies, I would think that Texas is under attack. Just a thought. I would feel that Texas as a state with the power grid down, with these incredibly devastating winter storms, that Texas is like under assault. And especially considering that Texas has voiced, I mean, for, for, for decades, but Texas has voiced strong aspirations to secede from the Union and to become their own, their own country. And they have the infrastructure to do it. They've got the resources to do it. They've got the, you know, the, the, the power. They've got the food. Texas could be totally independent. Now, is that practical? I don't know. But I find it suspicious. Now, you might think, well, hold on a second, Ryan. The cyber attack thing, that makes perfect sense. Cyber attacks, the Texas-based solar winds company, getting rid of executive orders that actually protected the grid, and then saying, don't worry, we're going to protect the grid while getting rid of measures that actually protected and just moving money around. 
to your crony criminal friends. That all makes sense, but these are winter storms. There, there's, that's just a coincidence that all that's happening while there are these severe storms. Some, some of the worst snowfall, some of the worst winter weather that Texas has gotten in decades, and in some places maybe ever, you know, depending on how you, how you uh, uh, define it. Well, I, I, I understand that it seems like that's a coincidence, but let me also propose something else to you. In 2019, approved in 2020, a report came out, a study, from the U.S. National Science Foundation. So this was published just last year. It wasn't too long ago. And here's what the report found. You're going to love this. This is just unbelievable in context with everything else that we've seen so far tonight. The title of the study, Quantifying Snow, Quantifying Snowfall from Orographic Cloud Seeding. Quantifying Snowfall from Orographic Cloud Seeding. And here's what it says. Cloud seeding can boost snowfall across a wide area if the atmospheric conditions are favorable. Okay, now you might say, well, sure, that's possible, but you're suggesting that weather control is now being used? I mean, that sounds a little outlandish, Ryan. Weather control, that's just purely speculative. There's really no such thing as weather control the way that you think there is. Right there's not there's not really any there's no really weather control you know weather control is just that's that's far too you know that's it's in the realm of science fiction. Well, some of you might recognize that there have been uh, reports after reports after report coming out from mainstream news about how people like Bill Gates want to dim the sun. Uh, science magazine, middle December 2020, said geoengineers inch closer to sun dimming balloon test. That was a big story that didn't really get much attention. That was uh, published in Science Mag. And then, of course, you have Project Popeye. You have Project Storm Fury. And you can go to uh, the website of NOAA. You can go to federal websites, and you can find reports on these weather control tests, uh, weather modification. You know, you can, you can choose to call it what you will. I think there's a difference. Weather control is directly controlling. Weather modification is altering what is already there. But nonetheless, people like Bill Gates have patents on this. They have patents on how to control hurricanes by putting vessels out in the ocean and sucking up cooler water from the bottom of the ocean to steer a hurricane in a different direction. Others have suggested lasers to superheat the water and move the hurricane away. That would arguably intensify it. You could use it as a weapon. Bill Gates has a patent going back to 2009, U.S. Patent 0173386A1, to move a hurricane and to alter a hurricane by altering the water. In the eye of the storm, Bill Gates has 
investments in weather modification, in weather control, as well as land and genetically modified food and synthetic meat. Forbes magazine published in January of this year how Bill Gates aims to spray dust into the atmosphere to block out the sun. Back in 2009, NBC News reported Bill Gates wants to control the weather, and they reference some of his material, including a patent that said that these methods of altering hurricane direction through water manipulation are, quote, not limited to atmospheric management, weather management, hurricane suppression, hurricane prevention, hurricane intensity modulation, or hurricane deflection. They're not limited to this. They can be used for other things. That's directly from one of the Bill Gates patents. And then we have quantifying snowfall from orographic cloud seeding, for which, according to the study that was published last year, according to this study, I've got a copy of it right here, cloud seeding can boost snowfall across a wide area if the atmospheric conditions are favorable. So, in other words, whether you're looking at the state of Texas and, and, and thinking that that state is way too big for there to be weather control on that scale, even if you might believe, okay, weather control, sure, that exists. It's been experimented with. It's not really applicable in uh, this case because Texas is so big. There's no way that you could control the weather for the state of Texas. There's just, it's impossible. Well, the Chinese see your skepticism, and they raise you the state of Alaska. In Forbes magazine 2018, it was announced that China is launching the world's largest weather control machine with the ability to modify the weather in an area similar to the size of Alaska. China's state-owned Aerospace Science and Technology Corporation is implementing a plan to send thousands of rain-inducing machines across the Tibetan Plateau to increase rainfall along the region. China is installing tens of thousands of chambers across the Tibetan Plateau and mountains. These machines will produce very fine silver iodide particles that are then lifted into the atmosphere with upwelling winds. As these particles are dispensed, dispersed into the atmosphere, they act as the nucleating point of condensed water. Each rain machine or chamber is expected to create three-mile-long strips of billowing clouds. And when they multiply them by thousands of uh, chambers or machines that China's installing, it's estimated that China will have the ability to artificially control the weather over an area similar to the size of Alaska. And if you still think, well, that's speculative, I raise you once more China's ability to control weather over an even larger area than Alaska. A CNN article from just about two months ago China to expand weather modification program to cover area larger than India. In the next five years, the total area covered by artificial rain or snowfall will reach 5.5 million square kilometers, while over 580,000 will be covered by hail suppression technologies. The statement added from China, from the state council, that the program will help with disaster relief, agricultural production, emergency responses to forest and grassland fires, and dealing with unusually high temperatures or droughts. Now, if you can provide disaster relief, you can also induce disaster. 
According to the U.S. National Science Foundation, cloud seeding can boost snowfall across a wide area if the atmospheric conditions are favorable. favorable. So what I'm saying is, and you can say, well, this is pure speculation, and it absolutely is. If it were possible to control the weather in regards to creating, inducing snowfall, and you haven't been able to determine where the hack for solar winds came from, the company happens to be located in Texas, which is now going through its wor- one of the worst winter storms in its history from snowfall. And the Chinese foreign ministry is saying, well, this makes us feel better about the way our country is being run, that Texas is suffering such a, a, a drastic uh, environmental, uh, an incredible environmental d- disaster. And they just kind of say it like, you know, like it, it's like, it's like they're in the mob or something, which that's basically what the Communist Party is. And then you have the president saying, well, hold on a second. We want to stop these cybersecurity th- uh, attacks. And so in order to stop them, you remove the barriers that would otherwise prevent them or work to prevent them and say, don't worry, we're going to prevent them while removing the barriers to prevent them. Meanwhile, nine federal agencies and hundreds of companies have been hacked. And you blame it on the Russians when... It would seem from circumstantial evidence the responsible party is China. And it would seem from circumstantial evidence and speculation that I think is well controlled. Not only does China have the ability to control the weather, and as does the U.S., but with their attention and focus on Texas, it wouldn't surprise me. It doesn't really seem like that much of a stretch to suggest that Texas and the United States of America is under attack by the Chinese government through weather control. I mean, all the evidence, all the technology is there. We're just linking up the pieces tonight on the secret teachings. There's more after this. Don't go anywhere. Stay with us on The Fringe FM. This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting, somewhere between the normal and paranormal. A collection of question marks. No reason, no explanation. Just a prolonged nightmare. Right here on The Fringe FM. Do you like The Secret Teachings and Ryan's passionately balanced approach to subjects from food and health to the entertainment industry and the occult? Then check out Ryan's books, available in PDF and softcover with free shipping in the United States. For a practical, balanced, and unique look at the food industry, vaccinations, the theories of disease, and geoengineering, grab a copy of Food Philosophy. For a deeper look into artificial intelligence, UFO cults, black goo, and packs made with the devil in the music and entertainment industry, have a look at the technological elixir. Or look for Ryan's masterpiece, Occult Arcana, an encyclopedia of occult knowledge spanning from mythology and science to symbols and sigils, from ritual magic to voodoo, and from comparative religion and psychic abilities to paranormal activity. All three books can be purchased on the website at thesecretteachings.info, where you can read reviews from other authors and radio hosts around the world. Just visit thesecretteachings.info. Hey, Fringe listeners, Dave Cruz here, reminding you that Beyond the Strange airs live Monday evenings at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on The Fringe FM, BTS is your one-stop shop for the paranormal, the bizarre, and most of all, the strange. Join me and co-hosts Black Sky Paranormals, Russ Bailey, 
as we discuss topics such as aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, and much more. Also, we talk with profound guests, authors, researchers from all over the world, and we take your calls live on the air. Go to beyondthestrange.com and learn more about the show, guests, times, free registration for our newsletter, merch, and much more. Again, that's Beyond the Strange, Monday evenings, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. And as always, stay strange. The truth is out there, and so are we. KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. Hey there, it's Ryan Gable, host of The Secret Teachings, right here on The Fringe FM, Monday through Friday. As we move from the month of Janus into the month of Imbolc, traditionally a time of ritual cleansing, The Secret Teachings is offering a special deal to help you clear the cobwebs out of your mind. With a one-year subscription to the show, access to all of the montages, all of my digital books, and a free copy of one of my books in physical form with free shipping in the United States and autographed if you'd like. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe today by donating $40 through PayPal. Your support keeps us on air and helps to support the Fringe FM as a network. It also hopefully helps you to expand your consciousness and perceptions of the world through The Secret Teachings. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe today by donating $40 through PayPal. That's thesecretteachings.info and rdgable at yahoo.com. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You'll love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in Paranormal Talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now. The Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS App Store. Yo, hi there. It's Gigi from Shift Happens. Just stopping by to tell you to stop it. Stop that. Stop that thing that you're doing. And redirect all of your attention right directly back here to the Fringe FM. You're welcome. This is Jess Rogie, host of the Rogie Report, and you're listening to the Fringe FM, KTLK Digital Broadcasting. You're listening to The Fringe FM, where the wheel of the year turns from Yule to Letha, Ostara to Maybon. This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. Join me on a journey where getting lost is the only true destination. Where happiness is an illusion. Where the past, present, and future all co- coexist on the same timeline. You're listening to The Secret Teachings, and I'm your host, Ryan Gable. You can visit thefringe.fm, the network website, to find all things Fringe. 
You can visit our website at www.thesecretteachings.info to find our show archive, our montage archive, and my books, among other things. I just finished last night editing and rewriting my book, The Technological Elixir, which is available now on the website in PDF form or softcover. I've got copies of all three books coming into the studio, so we will have a full stock of those. And when you buy a book, when you subscribe to the show, it supports us to help keep us on air uh, five nights a week, Monday through Friday. It also supports the Fringe FM, and it supports you. And I was glancing through my technology book a few minutes ago during break because I was trying to find a reference point to what some people have um, have touted as evidence that COVID-19 as a so-called pandemic was really planned. And I don't necessarily think it was planned in the same way that some people are saying, but they reference this Rockefeller Foundation document that goes back over a decade It's called Scenarios for the Future of Technology and International Development. And people have referenced one of the four scenarios in this document called Lockstep. And in this scenario, it says a world of tighter, top-down government control and more authoritarian leadership with limited innovation and growing citizen pushback. And they say that this scenario came about because of a pandemic. But there are three other scenarios. One is called Clever Together, and another is called Smart Scramble. The third of those additional three, Hack Attack, is an economically unstable and shock-prone world in which governments weaken, criminals thrive, and dangerous innovations emerge. In late 2020, there was a major hack attack that now, according to the White House this week, has hit officially 100 companies and nine federal agencies. Companies like Microsoft have said source code for various devices has been stolen. Official figures put the number of potential federal agencies and businesses at 250. Now, officials don't fully reveal who or what is behind the attack, but they speculate the Russians, and this is a quote, likely Russian, that the Russians were behind the hack. Now, the hack was of widely used software from a company called SolarWinds Incorporated. SolarWinds is based in Austin, Texas, a state which is going through one of the worst winter storms, arguably in its history in some places. They are experiencing either power outages or total power loss. And officials are saying that if there were not rolling blackouts, there's a good chance that the grid would have went down entirely for months or more. They'd have had no power at all. Now, although the hackers were unidentified and Russia has been used as the scapegoat once again, what they do know is that the hackers had unfettered access to data and email of at least nine U.S. government agencies 
and about 100 private companies. The full extent of the compromise is still unknown. This is called the SolarWinds hack. SolarWinds is the software company, and it's based in Texas. Now, during the Trump administration in the United States, an executive order 13920, May 1st, 2020, securing the United States bulk power system was signed by President Donald Trump. And the order, when signed, was intended to ban and replace and set new criteria on bulk power electrical system equipment, which came from a foreign country that posed a national security threat. Now, the Biden administration, taking over one month after the recognition that there was a solar winds hack, that there was this major data breach of government agencies and companies, what they call the solar winds hack, the Biden administration has revoked President Trump's executive order to protect the country's power grid from involvement by foreign adversaries that pose a national security threat. That seems a bit bizarre. It's even more bizarre when you consider the following. Trump's order says that through the order it prohibited, quote, any acquisition, importation, transfer, or installation of bulk power system electric equipment by any person or with respect to any property to which a foreign country or a national thereof has any interest that poses an undue risk to the bulk power system, the security or resiliency of U.S. critical infrastructure or the U.S. economy or U.S. national security or the security and safety of U.S. persons. And the Department of Energy was tasked with going about and identifying existing bulk power system electric equipment that had violated the order. And their goal was to, quote, develop recommendations to identify, isolate, monitor, or replace this equipment as appropriate. I believe that is an appropriate step to take to secure the power grid, a power grid which is already very old and vulnerable to attack, vulnerable to EMP, etc., and that's something we've heard a lot of. You've heard a lot of that in radio, perhaps. You've heard a lot of that on platforms that I guess are considered alternative. That countries could launch an EMP attack and wipe out the grid. That countries are attacking the United States through electromagnetic pulses. And maybe if it's not a country attacking us, there's, there's a group of White Hat Alliance members that are taking the grid down so that they can go after and arrest these cabal members. I mean, both those claims are about outra- as outrageous to me as, as the next one. Because you don't need an EMP to take down the grid. You would just need either access through a back door into the system, or you could walk in the front door, which is what the Biden administration, in revoking the securing the United States bulk power system order, has done. Meanwhile, and this is bizarre, the Biden administration has said, oh no, 
this solar winds hack was huge. We need to have executive action to address this breach. And so there is now executive action being talked about, executive orders and money to address the gaps in federal government cybersecurity as identified by the intelligence community's review of the hack. Remember, this company is located in Texas. Now, one of the countries that the Trump administration was trying to keep out of our grid and out of the bulk power system itself was China. In fact, Trump's Secretary of Energy, Dan B., said on December 17th of 2020, he issued a, quote, prohibition order designed to reduce the risks that entities associated with the People's Republic of China pose to the nation's bulk power system. And that took place January 16th of 2021, about a month ago. The order prohibits utilities that supply critical defense facilities, or CDF, from procuring from the People's Republic of China specific bulk power electric equipment that pose an undue risk to the bulk power system, the security or resilience of critical infrastructure, the economy, national security, or safety and security of Americans. It basically backs up the Executive Order 13920. So, let me get this straight. I don't care at all what your political leanings are. I don't care at all what your conspiracy theory leanings are. I don't care what your bias is. Here are the facts. The Trump administration sought to ban, replace, and set new criteria on bulk system electric equipment coming from foreign countries or nationals that could pose national security threats. The Secretary of Energy, in issuing a prohibition order, supported that executive order and further attempted to ban the People's Republic of China from interfering in our nation's bulk power system. And around that time in December, when that prohibition order was issued, several months from the initial executive order in May, this prohibition order from the Secretary of Energy, Dan B., was issued December 17th. It went into effect a month later, January 16th, 2021, just a few weeks ago. A few days after it went into order, President Biden is sworn in in a Hunger Games-style scenario in Washington, D.C., and one of his first orders, one of his first major executive actions is to address the solar wind breach, and he does that, he says, through executive action that's coming. This is just in the last 24 hours here, mid-February 2021, while he revoked through executive order not only the permit for the Keystone XL pipeline, which was already built, so now they're just going to transport oil on you know, vehicles and trains, which will expel more pollution, and several climate and energy-focused executive orders by the Trump administration, but it also suspended for 90 days the Executive Order 13920, securing the United States bulk power system. It suspended the ban on the People's Republic of China, the Communist Party of China, interfering in critical infrastructure in the United States. 
Those are facts, and they are suspicious nonetheless. Remember, solar winds is in Texas. That may be the only coincidental thing about any of this. It seems more than coincidental that the Chinese foreign ministry and a spokeswoman for the foreign ministry of China, Hu Xuanying, at a press conference, said that in Texas, this is the China spokeswoman, the Chinese spokeswoman for the foreign ministry, saying that in Texas, millions of people found themselves caught in a terrible situation of not having electricity and heating at home. A few tens of people even lost their lives because of this. She said this gave the Chinese people a deeper appreciation for what is the real human right, yeah, as if China has any idea what human rights are, and made us believe more strongly that China is on the right path. We are fully confident about our future. Now, just a few days ago, it was announced that Bill Gates, you may think I am moving away from the point, but I assure you I'm not. It was announced that Bill Gates, in early January, Bill Gates wanted to spray dust into the atmosphere to block the sun. In 2009, it was announced that Bill Gates had five patents issued for weather control and or weather modification methods, quote, not limited to atmospheric management, weather management, hurricane suppression, hurricane prevention, hurricane intensity modulation, or hurricane deflection. One of those patents, if you'd like to look it up, is filed under US 2009-0173386A1, July 9th, 2009. Bill Gates has also attempted in other studies to control the climate through sulfur injection into the atmosphere or stratospheric aerosol injection. Mainline news reports from CNN to Yahoo News have documented that Bill Gates being involved in these weather control experiments and others involved in weather control experiments have wanted to spray chemicals in the atmosphere with planes and disperse them through aerosol. Call that what you will. It's also been noted and documented that in the 1960s, 1970s, and 1980s, the U.S. government operated a program called Storm Fury. In fact, you can go to the Hurricane Research Division of NOAA, and you can find this report on their page about the Storm Fury experiment. It says, The proposed modification technique involved artificial stimulation of convection outside the eye wall through seeding with silver iodide. Now keep that in mind. Forbes magazine published in 2018 that China is launching weather control machines across an area the size of Alaska. It will be the world's largest weather control machine with the ability to modify the weather in an area similar to the size of Alaska. 
the Chinese state-owned Aerospace Science and Technology Corporation, implemented the plan to send thousands of rain-inducing machines across the Tibetan Plateau to increase rainfall along the region. These machines will produce very fine silver iodide particles that are then lifted into the atmosphere with upwelling winds. As these particles are dispersed into the atmosphere, they act as the nucleating point of condensed water. With these machines, they can create a three-mile-long strip of billowing clouds and artificially control the weather over an area the size, roughly, of Alaska. CNN also reported in December of last year that China is expanding their weather modification program beyond that in 2018, moving from the size of Alaska to the size of India. By 2025, the State Council of China said the program will help with disaster relief, agricultural production, emergency responses to forest and grassland fires, and dealing with unusually high temperatures or droughts. If you have all this technology to prevent disaster, you also have the technology to induce disaster. And so I bring you to the U.S. National Science Foundation, a study that was published in early 2020, submitted in 2019, quantifying snowfall from orographic cloud seeding. And this is what the report says. Cloud seeding can boost snowfall across a wide area if the atmospheric conditions are favorable. The technology exists to induce snowfall across a very wide area if atmospheric conditions are favorable. Now, I can tell you that when I woke up this morning, it's my first night where I got to just kind of stay up and hang out and not have anything to do and uh, probably a month or so. So I stayed up late last night. I got up this morning, probably 8.30, 9 o'clock, and I looked outside again, and to my dismay, it had snowed once more here in western New York. It always snows in western New York around this time, and the closer you all are to the lakes, the, the worse the conditions get because of the lake effects of the snow in the Great Lakes here. I'm uh, south of Rochester, New York, and it, it snowed again out here. And I, I was upset. I don't like the snow. I don't like the cold. I'm a desert guy, a swamp guy. i got to be down in Florida or Arizona or somewhere like that. I, I can even do Idaho. It snows a little bit, not a lot. But I woke up and I saw the snow, and I didn't, I didn't think immediately, hey, that snow's unnatural. There, we're, we don't usually get this much snow this time of the year. You always hear those discussions take place around like the winter time when there's a lot of snow or maybe you live in a place where there's no snow but it's really hot and you're like, oh, I don't remember this much snow last year. Oh, I don't remember this much heat last year. It wasn't this hot last year around this time. Well, it probably wasn't that hot or it wasn't that cold this time last year because weather conditions change based on you know, minutes and hours. And we look at it from a circumstantial point of view that, well, the weather today, it must be a result of climate change because I just, I don't remember it being cold this year, uh, last year, uh, the same as it is today. I mean, there's a lot more that goes into it than just a momentary feeling of, oh, that was cold. I don't remember it getting that cold last year. Is it because you don't remember it? but it really did, or is it because you, you, don't re, you don't remember it? 
and and it it didn't like what what exactly is that supposed to mean? Is that just a figure of speech? And so that leads people to believe that oh, there must be climate change. Here's the bottom line: Project Storm Fury, Project Popeye, and what the Chinese are doing—that is man-made climate change. Spraying dust into the atmosphere and sulfur, like Bill Gates has done and plans to do, according to Forbes and other resources, reflects sunlight back into space and traps sun on Earth, creating a hotter environment, i.e. global warming. Global warming and climate change are indeed man-made, and they are indeed real. They are not the result of carbon dioxide, however, because carbon dioxide does not drive circulation patterns. The sun and the moon do that. However, when we talk about things like this, we neglect pollution and we neglect man-made interference, whether for weapons or just to see if we can do it in climate alteration and climate modification. Whether that includes cloud seeding that can boost snowfall across a wide area or if it's like the Bill Gates 2009 patent where cool water can be drawn up from the bottom of the ocean and a hurricane can be dispersed in the Gulf of Mexico. Or a laser could be used to superheat the water and slam it into Houston, Texas. Or park it over Houston for days and dump trillions of gallons of water on Houston and basically flood the entire city and the outskirts of the city. Remember that? That kind of technology exists. So is it really that hard to just at least consider that with these security breaches and with the removal of security provisions that would prevent worse security breaches, and particularly with the idea that we should allow foreign governments that are national security threats to access our grid, to access the bulk power system, to access the the power grid, while simultaneously saying that we need to make it more secure, and the company that was hacked in the solar winds breach is a Texas-based company, and China's foreign ministry is saying, well, that's really sad that what you got going on over there. I mean, this just makes us really happy that we have human rights here in, in China. You can't even get food and water to people in Texas. We've got human rights here in China. And meanwhile, China owns the largest weather control system on the planet that has the ability with silver iodide particles to make it rain, to make it snow, or to stop rain and snow, as they reportedly did during the Beijing Olympics in 2008. You tell me what makes sense and what doesn't make sense. You tell me if it makes sense to remove restrictions on foreign interference in our power grid and then say, well, we got to protect the power grid. And then invite the People's Republic of China, not in the back door, but in the front door. Come on in. See, you don't have to drop an EMP. You just have the codes into the system. You talk about an inside job. You just give them access to everything while claiming that you're trying to protect people. And while we have one of the worst winter storms in the history of Texas and people are without power and some people have died and you can say, well, that's coincidental to all the security breaches, yet China is the only country probably on the planet that has the ability to control the weather on such a large scale, the size of Alaska, the size of India. Texas would fit right in to that ability. 
I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. There's more after this. Don't go anywhere right here on The Fringe FM. You could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence. David has no evidence, but... I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week on The Fringe FM. And join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. We'll explore a little of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm a last of a dying breed, a generalist. That's thesecretteachings.info and The Fringe FM. If you're interested in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo, and from mythology to alchemy, then why not check out the book Occult Arcana, complete with hundreds of beautiful images. Maybe you want to look at technology, black goo, UFOs, and demonic pacts made in the entertainment industry. Check out the technological elixir, black goo, transhumanism, and invoking AI. Or if that's not enough and you want a practical look at food, lifestyles and ingredients, even those in your pet food, with free solutions to better health, then check out Food Philosophy. All three of these books are available in softcover or PDF at www.thesecretteachings.info. That's where you can read reviews, see pictures, and even order yours today. It not only supports the secret teachings and Fringe FM, but most importantly, it supports you. Hey there, it's Ryan Gable, host of The Secret Teachings, right here on The Fringe FM, Monday through Friday. As we move from the month of Janus into the month of Imbolc, traditionally a time of ritual cleansing. The Secret Teachings is offering a special deal to help you clear the cobwebs out of your mind. With a one-year subscription to the show, access to all of the montages, all of my digital books, and a free copy of one of my books in physical form with free shipping in the United States and autographed if you'd like. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe today by donating $40 through PayPal. Your support keeps us on air and helps to support the Fringe FM as a network. It also hopefully helps you to expand your consciousness and perceptions of the world through The Secret Teachings. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe today by donating $40 through PayPal. That's thesecretteachings.info and rdgable at yahoo.com. They all say the same thing. They're all like, you know, over the last four years, everything good that happened was because of us. And we would have done more good stuff if it wasn't for those guys. And then they, the Democrats go, oh, we did all the good stuff. <laughs> it's like you're all working for the same guy. You're listening to The Fringe FM, where the wheel of the year turns from Yule to Letha, Ostara to Maybon. This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting. The Fringe FM. Want more of The Fringe? Check out thefringe.fm for more information on your favorite shows. Also, don't forget to check out The Fringe mobile app or the other ways you can tune in through the Paranormal Radio app and talk stream live. Where the normal and paranormal collide, it's The Fringe FM. This is The Secret Teachings. 
If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash the secret teachings. Howdy, this is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. You're listening to The Secret Teachings on The Fringe FM. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Back in November, December of 2020, the Chinese government launched 16 artificial rain enhancement rockets out the back of a pickup truck about 300 miles south of Beijing. The operation was ordered by the County Meteorological Bureau in response to a local drought and it was reportedly a success. Over the next 24 hours, the country received more than two inches of rain that, according to local officials, alleviated the drought, lowered the risk of forest fires, and improved air quality. China has, for decades, been advancing weather modification programs in an attempt to bring more rain to arid places, to lessen the destruction of hail, and to bring sun for national events. They supposedly did this at the 2008 Olympics as well. In December of 2020, China announced plans to expand its rainmaking capabilities to cover nearly 60% of the country by 2025. In 2018, it was reported by Forbes magazine that China had the ability to control weather over an area the size of Alaska. In 2020, around this time, the end of the year, December, it was announced that China is not only expanding their weather control programs, but that China will be able to control an area larger than India with their weather control devices, machines, or what they refer to as weather chambers. Now, if you go back to the discovery in 1946 by scientists at General Electric, that dry ice can create precipitation when it interacts with clouds under certain conditions, you have one of the first official discoveries and acknowledgments that weather can be controlled, turned on and shut off. Within seven years of the General Electric Company discovery, roughly 10% of the land area of the United States had been targeted for cloud seeding. So this has been going on for a very long time very long time. It's almost an open secret that during the Vietnam War, the U.S. militarized uh, weapon, uh, weaponized, militarized clouds to inhibit enemy troop movements and reduce the effectiveness of anti-aircraft attacks, among other things, most famously the Ho Chi Minh Trail. And so in 1978, The Convention on the Prohibition of Military or Any Other Hostile Use of Environmental Modification went into force. You can look that up. The Convention on the Prohibition of Military or Any Other Hostile Use of Environmental Modification, 1978. China's top economic policymaking body in 2017 
dumped hundreds of millions of dollars into a weather modification system designed to bring more precipitation to a region that makes up about 10% of the entire country's territory. So China has been invested heavily in weather control. In 2018, China's state-owned Aerospace Science and Technology Corporation implemented a plan to send thousands of rain-inducing machines across the Tibetan Plateau to increase rainfall along the region. So they've done this in parts of Tibet. They've done this in isolated parts of China. And their attempt was to, in installing tens of thousands of these chambers across the Tibetan Plateau in the mountains, that by using silver iodide particles that were then lifted into the atmosphere with winds, they could disperse these particles that would act as nucleating points of condensed water and therefore enact rainfall. They could also halt rainfall or adjust rainfall. And with this technology that they employed in the Tibetan area, it gave China the ability to control weather over the size of an area the size of Alaska. Now that was back in 2018. About two and a half months ago, the Chinese government revealed that they had expanded these weather modification programs to cover an area of 5.5 million square kilometers, more than one and a half times the total size of India. And the State Council of China said they've, quote, developed weather modification systems uh, that they, end quote, want in place by 2025. Of course, it's all for safety, right? In the next five years, China will be able to have weather control capabilities over an area one and a half times the size of India. And, of course, they just want to use it for disaster relief, they say. Agricultural production, emergency responses, things like that. China's very concerned with human rights. They're very concerned with small farmers. That's all they're doing it for. They want to help you. Now, the Chinese government, not too long ago, like basically a few hours ago, the Chinese government stated through a spokeswoman that they are really happy where the country is headed based on the reports of what is happening in Texas. China's foreign ministry, speaking through Huo Shuangying, said that based on what's happening in Texas, the Chinese people have a deeper appreciation for what human rights are and made them believe more strongly that China is on the right path. Quote, we are fully confident about our future. That was today from the Chinese foreign ministry. Now, I mean, there have been, there's always been state-sponsored propaganda. There's always been, you know, other countries responding to natural disasters. But I find it strange that China would have anything to say about what's happening in Texas, as Texas faces arguably its worst winter storm ever. Uh, The entire state is, like, devastated. And the state of Texas is mostly without power or they are experiencing rolling blackouts, which the government of Texas said is uh, a result of 
action taken to prevent total power grid loss. Now, Texas is not only the Lone Star State, it's also the state of a company called Solar Winds. And Solar Winds, the company which works with corporations and businesses and federal agencies of the government, Solar Winds was breached. And all the data, all the information from these companies and federal agencies was accessed by hackers in a series of hacks, ongoing hacks that could have lasted months or who knows, even years, but they were discovered in December of 2020, around the same time that China expanded their weather control operations officially, around the same time that the Trump administration, through the Secretary of Energy, Dan B. Broletti, issued a prohibition order Quote, designed to reduce the risks that entities associated with the People's Republic of China pose to the nation's bulk power system. It went into effect on January 16th of 2021, just a few weeks ago. Quote, the order prohibits utilities that supply critical defense facilities, CDF, from procuring from the People's Republic of China specific bulk power electric equipment, that poses an undue risk to the bulk power system, the security or resilience of critical infrastructure, the economy, national security, or safety and security of Americans. And this prohibition order issued by the Secretary of Energy under the Trump administration mirrored and enforced Executive Order 13920, signed in May of 2020 by President Trump, called Securing the United States Bulk Power System, which put bans and replacement orders and set new criteria on these bulk power systems and the equipment, if it came from a foreign country or national, that poses a national security threat. In the last 24 hours, we've been informed that the solar winds data breach affected 100 companies, nine federal agencies, and that up to 250 federal agencies and businesses could have been affected by this. Microsoft is saying the hackers got access to the source code of multiple devices, at least three major devices through Microsoft. Now, again, the hack was only discovered in December, and the full extent of the compromise is yet to be determined. Officials have said it's likely Russia, but they provided no evidence or proof of that once again, when in fact circumstantial evidence points to China. It points to China because President Biden's executive order that revoked the ban replacement and new criteria for 90 days on interference from foreign countries that pose a national security threat and, by extension, the Secretary of Energy Dan Broletti's prohibition order that specifically and strictly prohibited the People's Republic of China from interfering in our bulk power system. Biden's executive order suspended all of this. And yet, yesterday and today, the White House is running PR on how they aim to take, quote, executive action to address the solar winds breach. Which, if I may be repetitive, 
that company is located in Austin, Texas. So why would the Biden administration remove the restrictions, particularly for the People's Republic of China, not being able to interfere in critical infrastructure in the U.S., and more particularly in the power grid. And as you remove those barriers, you publicly state, we're taking action to stop more security breaches like this. And we want to have more money for cybersecurity. That seems a bit bizarre to me. That seems a bit strange to me. That seems a bit odd to me. I don't know about you. I find that to be very bizarre. And as Texas goes through this winter weather devastation, one may wonder if solar winds in Texas and the solar winds hack and the prohibition now of prohibition on Chinese interference in critical infrastructure in the United States, if any of that could possibly be related to the winter weather in Texas and the power outages in Texas, a state that one has for decades, but strongly now wishes to secede from the Union, and a state that not only houses Solar Winds, the company that was breached, but a state that houses more agricultural cattle than any other state in the United States, agricultural cattle, which is you know used to produce meat, of which in the last 48 hours, Bill Gates said, we need to eat more synthetic meat, of which he owns major stock in those companies that get their ingredients from genetically modified crops that he has major investment in that are growing on land that he now owns more of than anybody else, farmland, a quarter million acres in the United States, and a guy who has patents in his name for weather modification and weather control. One of the Bill Gates patents is for hurricane modification by using colder water to dissipate hurricanes in the Gulf or anywhere for that matter. But you can also reverse it and you could use that to, in theory, control a hurricane and use it as a weapon. We know this has been done back in the 1960s with Project Storm Fury and Project Popeye, both of which you can look up on government websites. NOAA has Project Storm Fury listed on their website, and this is what it says. Storm Fury was an ambitious experimental program of research on hurricane modification carried out between 1962 and 1983. The proposed modification technique involved artificial stimulation of convection outside the eye wall of a storm of a hurricane through seeding with silver iodide. Silver iodide. And China... In 2018, used silver iodide particles, lifting them up into the atmosphere and dispersing them to create rainfall. Now, they say it was experimental in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, yet the program ran for that extent of time. Parallel programs operated. And if it was simply experimental and it wasn't successful... How come China is using the exact same technology in 2018? They're using silver iodide particles with weather control machines. Literally, that's what they are. They're weather control machines or weather control chambers to control the weather. 
And here's something that you could look up back in 1967. Foreign Relations of the United States, 1964 to 1968, Volume XXVIII, Laos. A Memorandum 274 from the Deputy Undersecretary of State for Political Affairs, Colher, to Secretary of State Rusk. Dated Washington, January 13, 1967. The subject, Weather Modification in North Vietnam and Laos. Parentheses. Project Popeye. During the test phase, more than 50 cloud seeding experiments were conducted. The results are viewed by the Department of Defense as outstandingly successful. 82% of clouds seeded produced rain within a brief period after seeding, a percentage appreciably higher than normal expectations in the absence of seeding. And it goes through to discuss the rest of what this program was successful in doing. There are four distinct subpoints, A, B, C, and D. That's Project Popeye. Very, very successful. Project Storm Fury, so successful that the Chinese are using the same thing in 2018 to control the weather and in 2020 into 2021, expanding it to the size of India. Now, the motivation to cut the power and to dump critical masses of snow and ice on a single state, that motivation is absolutely there for a number of reasons. One is also the size and the ability of Texas to basically with its own military, its own infrastructure, to become an independent country. Is that practical? Probably not, but Texas is kind of a threat. Personally, I love Texas. I love, Texas is one of my favorite states, kind of because of the attitude there. I don't like Austin or Houston or San Antonio. I, or I mean, El Paso was kind of cool, but I don't really like cities. I just like the attitude of Texas. Uh, and in fact, um, maybe it's, I don't know, I find it interesting. I actually have an ex-girlfriend who lives in Texas, so or she lived in Texas at one point. So it's kind of like that George Strait song, All My Exes Live in Texas. Texas is where it's at. I like Texas. Uh And Texas is under attack, it would seem. Now, I know that sounds nuts, and it is nuts, but I would implore you to look at the information that I provided you tonight and and consider from SolarWinds and its location and what the hack was to what the Biden administration has done, removing the restrictions on the People's Republic of China being able to access our power grid. And then as those restrictions are moved, here comes a massive power outage and a massive storm that has devastated the threatening state of Texas. And you have China and Bill Gates and Joe Biden with huge connections to each other, all looking at Texas. I mean, by the way, what has Joe Biden done for Texas? If Trump was in office, they'd say, he's done nothing. He hasn't even surveyed the damage yet. I've seen nothing about Joe Biden in Texas. I guess when you have connections to the Chinese government, you're concerned about China, not the United States. So somebody please correct me tonight if I'm wrong on anything. I find this to be devastating to any official narrative about weather or about 
cybersecurity. I find this to be a devastating series of clues that once again leads us, if we follow them, right on home. I'm Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings on the Fringe FM. Remember that you can download the Fringe FM app for free. You can listen to all the episodes of The Secret Teachings if you get into our archive. It's $40, a donation through PayPal, a one-time donation at the moment. You can also do the annual, the yearly, or the monthly, uh, and that will guarantee uh, continuous support. But if you only have a little bit of money, you want to do the one-time donation, you get access to all the archives for the show. You get access to the montages. You get access to my books in digital form, and you get a free copy of one of my books autographed and shipped to you free in the U.S. You can use the subscription deal to renew your subscription for a year. You can also use your subscription deal to expand a monthly subscription, and then you'd only pay $30 if you paid the $10 for that month. So I'm trying to work the best I can around you know anybody's um, disability or inability to pay the full amount Uh, This is what I do for a living, so there has to be some finance from it, and we've gotten just the right amount of support consistently over the last year or so that the Secret Teachings has really taken off the ground with no sponsorship, no major backers, just literally listeners like you. You buy a book, you subscribe to the show, you donate $5, all of those things. I mean, I see those donations or mostly subscriptions and books and it just makes my life easier. I know I can just take a deep breath and I can focus on the show and producing shows like last night and like today or getting people on the show like Brad Olson or Anthony Tyler like we had this week. It's not lip service. I really, really, really would not be here without you. And uh, if you're in Texas, I know we have a lot of people in Texas. I'm not sure what the situation is in every part of Texas. Uh, I, I assume that you still have to some extent, maybe internet access or at least cell phone access uh, in most of Texas probably. Uh, if you're in Texas and you don't have a subscription and, and you found a way to listen to the secret teachings and the, and the Fringe FM by whatever means, um, under the current circumstances, uh, I, I'm going to give away like a monthly subscription to you. So just show me that you're in Texas if you have that ability to access the internet and use your phone And if you don't already have a subscription, I'll I'll get you a a one-month subscription so you might have something to do if life has basically stopped. You can listen to the show. Just email me at rdgable at yahoo.com. That's rdgable at yahoo.com. Don't forget to find us on social media, facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings. If you want any of the information we talked about tonight, just email me and I'll send it to you. And let's put that cherry on top. The U.S. National Science Foundation found in a study, and I have a copy of that study if you'd like to see it, quantifying snowfall from orographic cloud seeding. They found this. Get this. They found that cloud seeding can boost snowfall across a wide area if the atmospheric conditions are favorable. I suspect that the atmospheric conditions over Texas have been favorable to boost snowfall. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Stay tuned to The Fringe FM. Have a great weekend. Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy. And as always, we'll talk to you on the next broadcast. 
may be up for tonight's broadcast of The Secret Teachings, but don't worry, you can still catch us Monday through Friday right here exclusively on The Fringe FM. You can also subscribe to the show and montage archive while grabbing my books at thesecretteachings.info. To get in contact with us, you can email the show at rdgable at yahoo.com. Stay tuned to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM.